to our very first episode of Growing Deeper, a new podcast that we have here at Friendship Baptist Church. And so this is me, of course, Brother Jerry and Dwayne Neal. Good morning. Yeah, we're here together and excited about just being able to talk back and forth. The, the idea of this podcast is to really grow deeper in our walk with Christ and specifically in the life of our church. We um, have so much going on in our church, but specifically we're looking at Sunday morning and we have this time of coming together, worshiping and um, really just seeing uh, God exalted and then being challenged. God's word's a challenge to us. And I think sometimes if you're like me, I preach. You're not like me, but I'm the one preaching. And then by the time I even get to dinner, I can almost kind of even forget about what I preached about. And that's terrible as a preacher. You, you ever feel that way even when you're you're just listening to the sermon, Dwayne? Absolutely. You know, Susan and I talk about it all the time, about a message on Sunday. And we're so convicted when we walk out of the church and then by Monday or Tuesday, we're trying to remember, what was that again? What exactly, what hit me so hard? I can't remember. Yeah. Life just tends to pull you away and confuse the message sometimes. Right, absolutely. And, and so our thought is maybe if we come back on Tuesdays and kind of re-talk about some of the things that we heard on Sunday, um, what God spoke to us in his word, and kind of grow deeper in that and bring out some application of that, bring out some um, just challenges and maybe even some testimonies of things going on in our lives. And so, and it's not just uh, me and Dwayne here. Um, today it is, but in the future, hopefully we'll have some church members kind of talking back and forth too. And so if you're interested in that, would love to have you um, on the podcast to be able to kind of walk through what God's doing. And so that's the idea. That's the vision of this podcast. Help us just grow deeper in Christ, have a little bit of a longer conversation um, outside of Sunday. Amen. So let's let's get into it, man. So this last Sunday, um, we talked about becoming that new word that we would become in 2024. And so just as you came Sunday and you, you listened and, and got to worship with your church, what's some things that came to your mind as far as just what were you thinking? What, what was the Lord speaking to you? Well, just how God's got a plan, you know, and over time we've watched, you, you went back and talked about what the other words were in the years before, you know, and how we've been building to this year. And that really, uh, you know, we sometimes don't know exactly what God's plan is, obviously, um, but we do know that we've seen movement in this church unlike anything I've ever seen. Right. And as we've seen it grow, and, and even yesterday, getting up with all of the kids and looking mm -hmm. at the sanctuary and then remembering back years ago when we were praying for kids and yeah. just had a few here, it's so clear how God has moved in this church. And so there's just this sense of excitement about yeah. become. What is 20, 2024 going to be? Because yeah. we've we've been doing all of these things and God's been moving through the church. We're ready. You know, the, yeah. the harvest is ripe. And right. so... It's exciting to think, you know, what is it going to look like this year? What does God have in store for us? Yeah. Just can't wait. Yeah, I very much felt the same way. This this almost just energy that was there um, of just just charging forward. I felt like we're like in a battle and and we're on the front lines, about to just run and and go wherever it is that God's mm -hmm. calling us. And and um, that's the interesting thing about our walk with Christ is is we get fired up and excited about going, but we're often like Abraham and he says, "Go to a land I will show you, but have not shown you yet." And right. so that's like 2024. He hasn't shown us what exactly mm -hmm. is going to become of 2024, but we are ready to go. And Absolutely. So, Faithfulness. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Love that. And you know, um, I was driving home from Indiana and me and Jacqueline were coming near the end of that 12-hour drive and it just hit me. I felt like I needed to listen to some some music and I thought, you know what, what if I go back and listen to the the songs of our church? And when I mean songs of the church, just, just those songs that really impacted our church. It kind of just um, sums up some of the life of our mm -hmm. church. And 
uh, one of the first ones I listened to was um, the blessing song, and we sing that on Family Sundays. And it talks about all the generations to be blessed, and and um, and the power of that song, and thinking through just the family dynamics and family ministry here at our church, and just blessed by that. Then I got to the song um, "The King Is Among Us," and mm-hmm. that was I think 2021 when we had this revival. And um, it may have been 2020 even. And we had this revival where um, we had this song every single night. The King is Among Us, and it cries out, we need your revival. We need your revival. We need um, a Holy Spirit fire. And so just listen to the song and thinking, you know, that's what we prayed for. And then we, we just started watching God do that. And so then I went to the three songs from the last two years we, we had. That first song was, was The Cloud and talking about the dry season. And, um, you know, when there's that dry season, you know it. When not just your own life, but your church life. When there's a, just a season of dryness, mm-hmm. and you're just yearning for for God's <laughs> movement, and and we were there in a sense of well, God, we're ready. We don't know what you're doing, and we just want to see you. Right. And and we hear this song of of we we know that your love's going to be poured out, and your blessings going to be poured out, and we receive it. And then I listen to the I Believe song, and um, just just this this growth, this buildup that's come over the last two years, and 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 the confession of our church, I believe. And then I can't wait for them to hear this next Sunday, this song, um, New Name Written Down in Glory. And uh, yeah. in fact, I hope you go and listen to it um, sometime today. Go and, and, and just Google New Name Written Down in Glory and, and think of um, this, this whole story. I mean, it's like God is writing a story with friendship, mm. and we get to be a part of it, man. So. Absolutely. You know, another song that just really has meant a lot to me that the praise team sings pretty regularly, or they were, um, was that song, Egypt. Yeah. And talking about how you took me out of Egypt, you led me by the hand and into the promised land. It's just, yeah. and, and you know, you just think back about that time and, and, and you know, they were grumbling and moaning the yeah. entire way. Right, you know, right. people were so confused and ungrateful. And, um, you know, and, and I think that, um, you know, when you watch and see what's been happening here, the people are joyful and excited. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it's, uh, I don't hear a lot of that grumbling and yeah. moaning. People are yeah. wanting to see what God's going to do. Right. So, but still, we know that He's leading us and that He has a plan. And so it's just beautiful to think about that. Yeah. It's awesome, man. It's awesome. So, this Sunday was very much vision casting for this next year and walking through that. But there was some practical application that came um, toward the, the um, end of that message of what does it mean for you to become? in 2024, and I asked that question at the end of, what have you become in the last two years? And I'm just kind of interested on, on kind of what was the personal reflection um, for you there when, when I asked that question, what have you become in the last two years? And kind of walk us through the little testimony there. Yeah, I mean, you know, thinking about my own life, I mean, I, it's just God has had a plan all along, you know, and I, I always think back, you know, and I think just like Moses, I mean, God chooses the most unlikely people yeah. to do his work. And I, I always go back to that, God, I'm just not worthy. I'm not, why did you choose me for these things? You right. know, and um, going through the, the process of becoming a deacon and just the weight of that responsibility that comes from knowing that um, you're, you're held accountable for what happens and that, you know, your job is to really try to promote unity in the church and to serve and, and put others ahead of yourself. I mean, it's, and, and really to be a humble person and try to, to do that when it's so hard for us as people yeah. because we're just naturally so prideful at times. Right, right. And so having to swallow that pride, try to, to be consciously thinking at all times about putting others ahead of yourself. Um, and I think that being in the Word and really spending time with God is, has been really a strength in me when it comes to that. And so, and then the whole process of uh, being called into the ministry. I once again, it wasn't something I ever thought about. It wasn't something I ever planned. It wasn't something that I had uh, been 
it sort of uh, behind the scenes have been thinking, boy, I sure wish someday. It wasn't like that at all. It was just God revealing himself to me. And so part of being faithful was, God, I hear you and I use me as you want, whatever it's going to be, use me as your instrument. And so it's been that faithfulness. So at least for me personally, the last few years have just been an incredible time of growth and yeah. walking with the Lord That's and awesome. really feeling in relationship with Him. I mean, I don't know that I've ever felt closer in my life right now to God than I do today. Yeah. And and so I am just so grateful. I'm so thankful. I'm excited. I'm scared sometimes, yeah, sure. nervous, you know, it just, it goes the gamut, you know, and I think God, at least in my own life, knew that there was, you know, we all go through these seasons and being in a season of my life now where we have elderly parents and there's a lot of suffering and a lot of heartache at times that can go with that. My mom's 98 yeah. this year, excuse me, 97 this year. Wow. Um, and and so you know, you know, that, hey, I've only got a finite, precious amount of time left with these folks. And so the weight of that, the gravity of that starts mm-hmm. to get you. And you really have to rely on your faith during that time. It's the yeah. only way you can maintain a joyful heart and have an, a heart of gratitude. Yeah, so for sure. For me, it's been that. <clears throat> for sure. So let me ask you this for the one listening and who's had maybe a similar experience of just growth in the last two years. When, when I ask that question, what have you become in two years? And they can say, you know, I've grown tremendously in the last two years. What, what would be your encouragement to them? And and uh, Because sometimes when we're on the mountaintop, we don't know what to do. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. like we're just afraid of stepping off and stumbling down. And so maybe what's, what's your encouragement you could give? It's always going to be the same thing, and that is get in the Word. Yeah. Spend time reading God's Word because... That is how God speaks to us, right? And it reveals yeah. His plans for us. And you can really apply your own life to many of what you, much of what you read in the Bible. It shows us exactly what we're going through yeah. so many times. So yeah. I always take it back to that. Get in the Word. Read the Bible every day and pray yeah. every day. And pray to God that He will reveal Himself to you and show you where He's working. Yeah. We've learned that from experiencing God. And we've watched this church. Mm-hmm. It's no coincidence in my mind that... Yeah. We've done experiencing God multiple times. As a matter of fact, we're doing it with the youth right now. We just started yesterday, yeah. and there's no—it's been no. Uh, I, there's, it's not a coincidence to me that every time we do this, God does amazing things. Yeah. And so, yeah. um, if you're feeling like you're on the mountaintop and you're a little nervous about what's next, I just go back to that. Get yeah. in the Word and stay there. Yeah, maybe just look around and take that glance, take it in. Yes, uh, but but don't get lost in that because you will stumble, um, and you will you you we do fall. We do, we're going right. to have a time where we fade and 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 we start to to lose sight. And so the way we keep our sight in that place, that precious sight of the mountaintop of God's glory, mm-hmm. staying in the Word. I love that. And we have an opportunity for you to do that this year through the Read Scripture app. If you download that Read Scripture app, it's got the Scripture there. It's got even videos to help you understand. So highly encourage that, um, or at least some Bible reading plan um, that you can be accountable in. And so that's awesome. Let me um, kind of flip that though and, and say maybe someone answered that question um, in the last two years, they've become further from the Lord. And um, mm-hmm. and or maybe even it's not a closer, further issue, but but I've just had a hard two years. And I think mm-hmm. specifically about my wife and, and myself and our, our last two years, um, it's been crazy. There's been so much joy and excitement and growth um, with the church and, and in our own relationship with the Lord um, and, and even Jacqueline's salvation and walking through all that. But at the same time, it's been hit with so much turmoil and so much um, suffering. And, and even though your growth has come through some suffering too, like you said, with your elderly parents and, and walking through that, um, I certainly see the effect of that with Jacqueline's dad passing and, and walking through um losing our, our foster children at the time and, and just kind of the spiral that's happened. And so I want to kind of share with you um, maybe an encouragement if that's been you, if maybe there's just been so much hardship and challenge 
and that you're struggling through, you that's listening, struggling through what has become of your life, perhaps, not just your walk with Christ in the last two years. And my encouragement to you is to don't um, withdraw, do not um, fade from your church family. Your church family is such a blessing, and sometimes we take that for granted, but your church family is to surround you and love you and to to hold you up when you can't physically hold yourself up. And and that's what God designed the church for, to love and carry burdens of one another. And so I just want to encourage you, um, if it wasn't for my church family, if it wasn't for y'all, um, I don't know how me and Jacqueline would have got through these last two years. And so um, I just want to encourage you to listen. Maybe you've had that year of become in the last two years of things happening in your life and you've withdrawn and maybe you're not coming on Sundays. Maybe you're just kind of here and there on Facebook and different things. I want, can I encourage you to come back? Encourage you to be a part of your faith family and be loved. Um, I just I want you to know that me and Dwayne love you. Um, Absolutely. Can I just interject one thing, too? You know, I would direct people in this situation to go and look at 1 Thessalonians 5. I just preached on that a couple weeks ago. And Paul in there talks exactly about this whole topic, which is sometimes we can get so caught up in the moment, in the struggles and the trials of the moment that we we don't truly see God's perfect plan that's unveiling behind the scenes. And so it can give you some strength. And it really does encourage us to be in fellowship with each other because that's where people can strengthen and and build you up and help you to be encouraged by talking with you don't suffer in silence i guess is what i'm trying to say absolutely absolutely so coming back to sunday we had this charge of of becoming in christ all that we're meant to be and that all came from chapter 1 verse 12 in that verse where it says but as many received him to them he gave the right to become children of god to those who believe in his name and we talked about how wherever to become it starts with being being a child of god and so um to kind of wrap up here um, I want to look at that last part of application, and that was what we call the SAP discipleship. This is brand new to our church, um, not the idea of discipleship. We've kind of introduced a couple things here and there, but this is um, kind of our, our first time of, of just really pushing headstrong with with something that we've um, felt led from the Lord to to really write our curriculum to and, and bring together and, and to give to you and, and kind of give a, a system of how this can work because it seems like I talk a lot about discipleship over the last seven years, and it's always comes back to the same thing of, I just don't know how to do that. You tell me, like, I love Jesus, and I love him, and I, I adore him, and I want others to love and adore him, but you put us in a room together, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to how to make that happen. And, and I, I, I always encourage that there's a kind of a... A natural thing that happens just through relationships, and as you you grow in relationship together, that that um, they start to see the way you love, and that that carries on. But there is something to more formal teaching. That's the the great um, commission, and uh, we have this. Um, this command from Jesus where he says, go and teach them all that I've observed you. And so how do we do that? And so this is a tool for you. It's called the growth guide. It was there at the front of the sanctuary. In fact, all, um, almost 40, I think 38 of them were t- uh, taken on Sunday. That was very encouraging to me. Amen. Um, yeah. And so there'll be more there this Sunday. And it's, it's, I want you to just read through that and, and think through what would this look like for me to sit down with somebody and do this very thing. It's very much, you just sit with them, you read through it together. You have a book that you read on your own during the week. You come together and you discuss it, and it has some response things. It helps you figure out how you're rooted in Christ. And so um, that book is something our church is going to provide uh, to you um, and and for you to, to walk through that with your um, sprout. And so um, did, did it make sense to you, Dwayne, the, the sprout abiding planning? Did you catch the SAP discipleship? I know we've talked way before. but Yes, but absolutely. Just... Yeah, and, and you know it, it can actually help if you tend to a sapling 
yeah. and you help it, it will grow faster, right? Yeah. And so making sure that it's watered properly, making sure it's getting sunlight. And by having someone who's maybe further along in their walk to help that new Christian, somebody who's got questions, they've just started to understand the Bible, they're just now starting to read, and things don't make sense, right? They yeah. have questions about Scripture that may be confusing, and why would God say this? You know, there's a lot of things that you, as someone who is a more mature Christian, can really help them with, and it'll help them on their walk faster and help them to understand and really uh, to learn to love and appreciate the Bible so much more because right. you realize that, and, and I talk to, to Christians all the time who say, I'm on my eighth time of reading the Bible. I was talking to somebody last night about that. And he said, God still reveals things to me. It's like he's decided I'm that it's a time for me to now understand this. Yeah. And so the Bible is just this, it's an amazing, amazing book. And it's God's word that is infallible. I believe every word in it. I don't always understand it, right, right. but I love it. I yeah. love reading it. And I think that that if you can get new saplings to get in, to fall in love with the Bible, to spend time and learn to pray properly, they will grow faster and they will be stronger and the roots will grow deeper and they will then produce fruit of their own and right. go on to plant and yeah. help new disciples. Yeah, the so. very thing Christ has called us to. Yes. And we, we, he says that if you're thirsty, um, he'll give this living water and mm -hmm. um, everlasting life. And and so when you think of a little sprout with its roots and just coming up, that sunlight and water is so important. That's what this book talks about, this growth guide, talks about how important that is, mm -hmm. walks through that acronym of water, and then um, starts tying in with being rooted. And you spend 10 weeks with your um, sprout that first 10 weeks and um, every week, and then it turns into uh, what we're calling a G group, which is a growth group, and where you grow together, and that's when uh, you officially become an abider, um, and then the abiders meet with the planter again, and you have this time of just leading through God's Word at that time, and um, mm -hmm. just spending time with Him and His Word, and then you move into almost a coaching experience with your planter as you start to plant, and so mm -hmm. you're never on your own. You always have right. another brother or another sister that's going to walk through this with you, <laughs> and so again, my, my encouragement to you is, is just say yes. Like, I'm, I'm going to walk forward in obedience. I know this is God's call. I don't even have to pray about it. Like, this is God's calling on, on my life. And, and yeah, there's prayer about who that is and how that comes about and walking through that. And we want to walk through as your pastors, um, helping pair you up with someone if you don't have someone that comes to your mind or helping kind of resource you. And, and, and even if there's someone that isn't, you know who it is right now, and you're going to go and have that conversation, you're going to start all of this. Um, I still want you to let us know so we can pray for that. We want to be very intentional about praying uh, um, for our, our sprouts. And, yeah, and and one of the things I think a lot of people struggle with is always worrying that maybe I don't know enough. Right. You know, what would you say to somebody like that who said, I, you know, I've read the Bible for years, but I don't know that I'm able to teach somebody else. Sure, sure. And to piggyback <laughs> off that question, too, I, I heard not just know enough, but what if I say the wrong thing? Right, right. And uh, I know that's a big yes. fear for people is, is I'm, I feel responsible when I'm in that moment. And so here's the thing. Um, we're not called to know everything. There's, there's uh, three words that have really saved my life in the ministry. I don't know, <laughs> you know, because it protects your humility. It allows yeah. you to stay humble. It allows others not to think that you know everything and that you're ultimately not the person that they go to anyways. It's Christ. Your job as a planter is not to be the one that is, is causing them growth. Your job is to send them to the one that gives growth. Yeah. Just like um, he, we're told in Corinthians, some planted, some watered, but God gave the increase. And so when you don't know something, it's okay to say, you know what? I don't really know the answer to that. Let's 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 talk to Brother Jerry, Brother Dwayne, see if they know. And if they don't know, let's just pray together and say, Lord, yeah. what, what is it that, that you want in this Give situation? Us discernment. And That's so right. yeah, I love that. And and honestly, some of the 
the greatest growth moments of my life is when I don't know something because mm-hmm. it drives me to Scripture where I spend this intentional time with the Lord trying to walk through these things. Revelation has been one of those moments of intense growth for me yeah, because I'm spending amazing. hours and hours and hours reading, trying to understand this. And even though I don't understand it all, mm-hmm. um, such growth has come as I lean on the Lord. And so, yeah. yeah absolutely. And that is just sitting through that last night was so much fun because to have someone read the Scripture, it can look so confusing when you're talking about beasts and all yeah. these things and marks yeah. and, you know, it's just so much. And so to have somebody that can actually say, look at it like this. Yeah. What if it was this, you know, and to really start to show you practically how that could be, yeah. you know, so that it makes sense is very edifying to me. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And so. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We had a lot of people there last we night. Did. Too. I, I think that's the most people we've had on a Sunday night in a long time. It was a great turnout. I want to encourage you too to, to come on Sunday nights for our prayer gatherings and, and be a part of, of those times too. I'm looking forward to bringing in the word into our prayer that we pray through God's word through that too. So anyways, this has been our first episode of Growing Deeper. And so. Absolutely. Yeah. I hope, uh, hope from this, that's the very thing that happens. You grow just a little deeper. And so stay tuned. Every Every Tuesday, we're going to be releasing these, and we'll look at God's Word and continue to grow in Him. And so we love y'all, and we'll worship with you soon. Amen. Amen.